Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. We're tearing so it apart, <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> we're not dicking around right now. <laughs> Sorry. Stop it. Welcome to episode 63 of the Humus Agenda podcast. My name is Kenny. I'm Sherry. And I'm Rory. And I'm reporting in live from Eastern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm away from good old Canada right now. So uh, let's cross our fingers that this recording works well. That's all right. Rain faith. or shine, we're here to podcast. <laughs> I'm now a, uh, what is it, foreign correspondent? Is that what they Ooh, yeah. in the news? Ooh, you're, fa- you're all fancy now. <laughs> Yeah, Speaking, reporting live from the war zone. <laughs> Speaking of your uh, foreign correspondency, how's the uh, adjustment been to the new time zone? I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. <laughs> See, first, I had to adjust to daylight savings time in North America. Then, I had to adjust to a European time zone. And Europe still needs to switch over to daylight savings time next. So, it's just... Endless. I, I just don't know what time it is anymore now. <laughs> it's sleepy time. All times are sleepy times. <laughs> All times are sleepy time, exactly. Yeah, and it's got to be confusing if you want to chat with people from home as well, because I remember being in Korea trying to figure out what time it is, and Korea doesn't do the daylight saving time. So I had to remember, oh, yeah, you switched back for your daylight savings time, so now the time difference is this amount. Yeah. Yep. All of my devices now have widgets where I yeah, have the four time zones on it because I, I need to manage four different time zones. Yeah. Because you know, my family live in different parts of Canada, and then I have people that I work for that also work in different time zones. So I, at a minimum, I always need four different times on my desktop <laughs> to keep track of when I can make calls and things like that. Oh, it's a lot rough. to keep track of. Yeah. It makes you wonder... Why can't we just standardize on <laughs> on the appropriate time zone, right? Cross the board. Or at least stop playing with it one hour here or an hour there. Just, you know, maximum daylight for everyone. Yeah, when I moved to Korea, I was surprised that there were countries that actually don't do this, uh, you know, time switching the you know, uh, fall back and spring forward kind of switching. Um, I thought everyone did it, so I was pretty surprised. Yeah, well, it is a good question in terms of why do we switch times in the fall and the spring? So, I don't know. Sherry, why do we <laughs> switch time? That, that's today's topic. Yes. They like savings time, and you, you'll, I mean, you already know my disdain for it. <laughs> I All think right. you'd be hard-pressed <laughs> to find someone who's actually a champion of daylight savings time. Yeah. How did, how did you all do with your daylight savings time? Did you find you adjusted, or did it take you some time? I definitely was not adjusted. I think it probably takes several days for me to fully acclimatize to a time shift, even a small one like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took me about, you know, three quarters of the week to, to finally get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not easy. It's just because your body has a schedule and then suddenly it's turned on its head. 
Mm-hmm. And what about your dogs, Sherry? Yeah. Or they must hate it. Uh, dog singular, because the other dog is just so, like, I think she has dementia and doesn't know what's going on anyway. So, <laughs> easy to manage. Easy to manage with daylight saving time. Um, and then uh, my greyhound, it actually became easier this time around. It's really hard when we, when we, what is it, lose an hour? Wait, I can't even keep it straight. Keep it straight. We did we lose an hour, or did we when gain we an hour? When we forward, we lose an hour of sleep. Okay, so then when we gain an hour, that's when things get really complicated because an hour earlier she will want to be eating and going out and all of that. But this time mm. it's like an hour later. So, um, you know, I can sort of put it off for a little while. I can eat my dinner in peace and then move on. So this one was okay, but the other one is just brutal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But she is definitely on a schedule. She cannot manage not on a schedule. I can just, I mean, I can't even imagine people with children. Like, if you have young children, mm-hmm. it's got to be chaos for the first few days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because think about it. You'd be waking up um, in the in the fall probably, like, an hour earlier than you would normally be waking up because the kid is up and wants to be up, and and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably brutal. Yeah, so let's figure out why we do this. So why why do we do this this madness? So we have to go back to 1895 in New Zealand because uh, that's sort of when we see maybe the the first inklings or I don't know first little hint that that daylight savings time might happen. Um, and so we have this this man named George Hudson. Um, and he's working at a post office and he's pretty frustrated because he can't go out after work and, uh, you know, go bug hunting and whatever, because the sun is going down so early. So he doesn't have time to go bug hunting, uh, cause he's an entomologist or mm. whatever. Yes. He's a bug lover. So we can blame this on bugs. <laughs> <laughs> And I think bugs are the worst. No, and... <laughs> we, we, we blame the people that love the bugs. Uh, yes, yes, the hobbyists. The hobbyists who love bugs. <laughs> the ones who encourage the bugs. <laughs> so he was pretty frustrated about that. So uh, he suggested moving the clocks ahead two hours in October and two hours back in March. And so he went to the scientific society and he was criticized um, because they said it was pointless and overly complicated. So that didn't really go anywhere quite yet. But could you imagine two hours doing a time change of two hours? Oh, yeah. that would be awful. I can't. Just like it's not function for a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it already takes me three quarters of a week to to get used to it, can you imagine how long it would take you to get used to two hours? Oh, that would be so awful. I really wonder. I I'm sure the first few days afterwards would be, you know, exponentially more brutal than they are for a one hour time shift. But I I bet you'd actually acclimate at roughly the same rate. Like again, it'd be several days and then you'd start adjusting to the new norm that's my theory i don't know i don't know i I guess maybe i think back to all the times that i was uh jet lagged from you know changing time zones and stuff and maybe it did take me a similar amount of time 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make it gives me a good week. Yeah. It's a good week to adjust to new uh, time zone. That doesn't make it any better. I mean, as I say, those first few days are going to be so much more deadly with two hours of time shift. I always find the second day is the worst. The second day, <laughs> is, you're, you're, everything's just completely messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Second day is definitely the worst. Yeah, so then in 1905, we have a British builder named William Willett, and he suggested setting the clocks ahead 20 minutes on each of the four Sundays in April and then doing the same backwards in September. So could you imagine, like, it's like 20 minutes this week and then 20 minutes next week and That's 20 minutes so the week work. after? That's so much work. Don't oh, forget to worse. tinker with your clock it's, every week. It's, wor- <laughs> it's so much worse because back then, it's not like, you know, our cell phones now automatically update, right? But, I mean, people had to manually set their clocks. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just going to be messy. Yes. It would still be super aggravating, even in the modern era, because, you know, you'd be working away at something and then like, oh, crap, where'd my 20 minutes go? Oh, that time <laughs> shift, it happened again. Oh, and you're I mean, It would happen at adjusting. night, right, while you were asleep. Yeah, yeah, but you're constantly adjusting and it just seems worse than the two hours. So that that luckily did not go anywhere either. I I'm so glad that one is not what we have to do. And so then a member of British Parliament drafted a bill in 1908 for daylight savings, but farmers really opposed it. They were firmly against it, uh, and it didn't go through. Um, and you know for obvious reasons, because if we look at dairy farmers, you know cows don't really tell time the same way we do and they just need to be milked at the same time every day regardless of what the daylight saving is Uh, so it makes it more complicated for farmers to uh, or dairy farmers to actually participate in daylight saving so they were very against it and it didn't go through so all of these times where it was proposed didn't go through we finally have one where it actually comes comes to fruition Uh, And so it was Germany and Austria. They were the first countries to use daylight savings time in 1916. However, if we look at Canada, and and I suppose places across the world, uh, there were like cities that might have done it. Uh, So in Canada in 1908, there were some people, well, the people of Thunder Bay uh, started changing their clocks. So they did it in 1908. They did it really early. And then in 1914, Regina in Saskatchewan started participating. And then Winnipeg and Brandon in Manitoba followed suit in 1916. So that that makes it even worse because if you're driving, (laughs) your time zones will literally change depending on which city you are in. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Like... Talk about creating a logistical nightmare if in Thunder Bay it's this time and in Sudbury it's this time and oh my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's not just like, oh, all of Ontario is this time and we're in this time zone and then Mm -hmm. when you go into another time zone, it's a different time. It's like, oh, you could be in part of Ontario and it's a different time than other parts of Ontario. It's that is just madness to me. So I'm glad that we like unified in our ideas of what to do. But anyway, yeah. So so things started changing in the early 1900s uh, when you know 
cities and stuff. But I find it interesting that, you know, parts of Canada were deciding to do daylight saving time before huge countries decided Mm -hmm. to do it. So maybe we're trendsetters after all, who knows? And then 1916 is when things started to become more popular. And it was, you know, during World War I, um, people wanted to minimize the use of power to to sort of save fuel for the war efforts. Uh, so that's why it became popular, because it's all about conservation of energy so that you can use it towards the war efforts. And that's why it became popular and other countries sort of started to follow suit um, and some of them changed back to standard time after the war. Uh, and then I think changed back again later because there was a second war. But as of today, we have 70 countries that participate in daylight saving, but they start and finish on different days. So it's not necessarily like, so like Kenny, you were, you have experienced the nightmare of you were in Canada when we did our daylight savings last week and now you're just about to go into another one because in europe they do it on a different day which is absolutely bonkers to me and that day is yet to happen it's in the in your future i think it's in my future let me double yeah check i think it's next week because remember how when when you were asking me when daylight saving is and i said oh it's on the 27th and then you were like no it's on the 13th i i have a european holidays calendar and that is what happened there yeah. yeah, it's coming up last Sunday of March as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I switch. So I have to go through the process of <laughs> losing another hour. <laughs> I've um, already lost one. <laughs> exactly. FML. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, never ending. Kenny, do we talk for a minute about uh, I know. I, I'm not going to complain too much, but I, I do. The problem is. Uh, after that switch, I'm going on vacation. Ooh. I know, first world problem, but I, <laughs> I will then again have to switch another time zone. <laughs> you brought that one on yourself. No sympathy for that. I know, I know, I know. It's my fault. But still, I, I'm going to complain that I've now switched multiple time zones. <laughs> hey, can we talk for a minute about this idea that uh, we're going to, somehow save on energy use that uh the daylight savings time uh, i guess the theory is that it's longer before you need to turn the lights on because you get more daylight hours is that is that actually true from what you guys read no no <laughs> absolutely not i think it it's predicated on this idea that people are going to go outside and enjoy the daylight hours but a lot of people just sort of stay inside and enjoy their air conditioning or their heating or, you know, everything that we do with computers and TVs and whatnot. So you're not saving energy. It's not. Yeah. 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 When you say that, it sounds like there'd just be no impact at all. Like it just wouldn't yeah, change. It, I mean, the impact is so minor. Uh, in a study from the Department of Energy in 2008, um, it showed only about a 0.5% uh, savings uh, due to daylight uh, savings. And also in another study, it showed another contradictory data point, which actually showed an increase of 1% of electricity because of it. So it's one of those like, okay, we're talking about minor, minor. It's not going to move the needle, right? Yeah. 
And so the question is, why would we <laughs> inflict this pain for <laughs> such a minor, you know, plus minus amount of increase or decrease? We do have some pros. We can go through some pros of pros and cons of of daylight saving time because maybe there are some pros. So let's see. <laughs> Not too many. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're dealing with not many. Well, in my opinion, not many. But uh, I have a few as well. We'll trade back and forth, Sherry. Okay. Uh, I don't know how how you would like to do this. I have pros of getting rid of the clock change, or would you like me to do cons of getting rid of the <laughs> clock change? I don't know if that's I think make first uh, before we before we tear it down, let's build it up. Let's make uh, make the case for daylight savings, and then we'll then we'll tear it. Down. You're trying to find a pro. I, I, I can I can give you a pro. I can give you a pro. So um, it is. It was. It has been shown that actually, economically speaking, uh, certain industries benefit uh, with daylight savings time. So uh, industries or, or businesses that rely on people uh, being outdoors or getting access to. Uh, or, you know, being in the presence of sunlight. So, for example, golf courses. Mm-hmm. Okay, great for them, right? <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> they get to make more money because uh, uh, there's more daylight. Um, and people tend to go shopping a little longer, or they tend to go shopping when the, it's light out. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, other businesses kind of also benefit. So, economically speaking, okay, sure, there's, there's some benefit there or businesses a couple more too i i also had a a pro about the economy you know more people driving so increased gas and snack sales for people who are driving around during the daylight hours with that also walking kids to school uh so you know if there was no change then the sun would rise later and uh so the sun rising at uh eight o'clock in the morning means that uh, kids aren't walking to school, like young kids aren't walking to school in the darkness, and it's safer for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that brings me to uh, to one of my pros that I'll read off for you. It's the idea that daylight savings times, longer daylight hours, promote safety. So here we go. I'll hit you with a quote. Economists Jennifer Doliek, PhD, and Nicholas Sanders, PhD, found that robberies drop about 7% overall and 27% in the evening hours after the spring time change. They stated, most street crime occurs in the evening around common commuting hours of 5 to 8 p.m., and more ambient light during typical high crime hours makes it easier for victims and passersby to see potential threats and later identify wrongdoers. There you go. More, More daylight time during prime hours is a good thing. Safer for joggers, walking dogs, children playing outside, as you mentioned. And in terms of kind of standardizing on uh, time zones as well, I mean, in, at least in North America, it seemed like really was kind of being led by businesses and scientists trying to like standardize. So you think about the railroads, they were really trying to standardize the time mm-hmm. so that you're not... You know, a train isn't passing through a city and then having to switch, you know, switch their time. <laughs> like, how would you know when a train arrives on time or yeah, is yeah, delayed? your train ticket has a bunch of asterisks on it. <laughs> exactly. So overall, you know, businesses, scientists, they were it was very universally well received. Um, 
But did you know there was actually a group of people that oppose such standardization? Oh, I have a couple um, the, pros before we get to a, a opposition, <laughs> unless you want to talk about opposition before then. <laughs> uh, I think this is just, it's not a real opposition. I think it's just funny. It just oh, needs funny. to slot in here. Okay. <laughs> it's just funny. Um, okay. E- evangelical Christians were among some of the people that opposed the standardization. And they were arguing, quote, time came from God and railroads were not uh, and the railroads weren't meant to mess with it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how that, uh, why, uh, you know, they were so offended by railroads standardizing time zones, but okay. The, the Christians are mad about everything. I, I think it's even more flawed than that because time, how does time come from God? It's just a constant. It's... Everything comes from God according <laughs> to them. See, God did not invent the mechanical clock just the same way he didn't invent the railroad, so... But he invented no. the people that invented the clock. Exactly. No, he guided the people. <laughs> brain is going to explode if we go down that road. That's, what, that's the argument they make, though, is that, you know, these, exactly. these ideas come from God, and therefore the people that, I don't know, it's, it's loopy. It's just so strange that, you know, things that have become you know, really universally accepted and normalized, they become almost, you know, they gain the same privilege of, you know, divinely given when really there was a time when clock time wasn't a thing. It didn't exist. It was all natural time. And as far as I could tell from this argument, the evangelical Christians weren't arguing to return to natural time. They were just saying, don't mess with the existing clock time. Don't standardize it because God didn't make it this way. <laughs> so, anyways, I, as a the humanist podcast, I just have to insert that. Of course, <laughs> I know that um, Jewish people also have an issue with time change, and I I didn't look this one up and and didn't follow through with it, but I think it has to do with the time of the Sabbath and you know when they would have Sabbath start and stuff like that. So mm. I don't know. Yeah, so religions definitely maybe uh, are impacted or or seemingly impacted more, maybe not in, in reality, because I'm sure there are Jewish people in, in countries where they don't have daylight saving time and they're fine. Yeah, I bet it is a, a bit trickier if your particular religious custom demands some exactitude or precision on when exactly but there's got to be an app for that. I feel like there's got to be an app for that. Like something that reminds you, you know, when to pray, things like that. Yes. I bet yeah. you it exists if I looked online. <laughs> yeah. So some more pros, some more pros would be uh, computer systems. So all of our computer systems um, have software that switches our time twice a year. Um, and then what will happen if we don't have that? We'll have to get new software. And it's Y2K <laughs> all over again. <laughs> the y2k argument <laughs> <laughs> yes. so the business community is very concerned <laughs> not another y2k um so we'll have to be able to keep up with the change i think i think you can get i, I don't know i think you can set your computer to not do it but that's fine whatever Probably, and if not, we have so many Windows updates anyways that I'm sure oh, yeah. one of them could patch our clocks and make it not an issue. Yeah, 
the other one I had was really interesting. Um, and uh, it can it's concerned with problems with avalanche control. Uh, so with daylight savings time, um, it allows for an hour of morning um, uh, or it allows for more time, daylight time during working hours where they go and inspect uh, avalanches. So the Canadian or the Canada West Ski Areas Association says, uh, sticking to permanent daylight saving time would impact outdoor workers in the winter more than any other group. The additional hour of morning darkness could delay avalanche control in particular because the work must be done in daylight to properly assess the risks to humans, wildlife, and physical plant and infrastructure. That is an interesting one. I'm so sure like, they I, could... Uh, they could change know, just... their working hours, right? Like... I don't know. Yeah, but I'm sure they're also trying to maximize the amount of time that their that their ski lift or ski resort is open. So I'm not sure. That's an interesting one. Kind of goes hand in hand with my the last pro that I found, which is just in general active lifestyles, and that ties into the energy savings as well. That the theory goes, people will be more spend more time outdoors doing outdoor activities. Yeah. In fact. Uh, Author Michael Downing said that baseball was a huge early supporter of daylight savings time because there was no artificial illumination in parks. You know, must be talking back in the day. So they could get school kids and workers to ball games with the extended daylight, have a later start time. So yeah, baseball is the true culprit in all of this. <laughs> I still think it's bugs. Bugs are the worst <laughs> thing in the entire world and we must blame them for everything. So, have we exhausted our list of good things that could possibly come about from springing forward and falling back? Mm-hmm. Are we ready to move on to the cons? The cons is a bigger list. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. My yes. list is just filled with cons. <laughs> <laughs> no pros. <laughs> One that we've already talked about is pets and children. Um, it's just too hard for them. They have a schedule. Um, you know, I think my dog sort of goes by a schedule of when is light and when is dark, um, and doesn't really deviate from that. Um, yeah. Exactly. As God's will. (laughs) (laughs) My dog was created by God and therefore must not follow daylight saving time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, And there are, to me, I mean, there are huge health effects associated with daylight savings time as well. So the the NIH has actually done several studies on the impact of uh, daylight savings time. And one study that was a very large population study where they took insurance data both from uh, the U.S. and also in Sweden. And this is essentially based on 150 million patients in the U.S., 9 million in Sweden. So huge population study. Uh, that's, that's a huge data set of people. And based on their analysis, they found that daylight savings time contributed to uh, elevated risk of cardiovascular diseases like heart attacks, uh, injuries, mental and behavioral disorders, and immune-related diseases as well, uh, all, ty- all due to kind of this shift in, um, in time. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, based on the, their study, uh, they're estimating every year this results in 150,000 incidences in the U.S. and globally uh, about 880,000 incidents. So that's a that's a huge amount. Mm-hmm. Um, and primarily the strongest uh, singles occurred in uh, males between the age of 41 and 60. Um, so, and that was actually consistent between both the U.S. and Sweden data as well. So, there's quite a quite a prevalent amount of evidence that showed there's actually a lot of negative health effects associated with daylight savings time. Yeah, I, I read that it also even makes you more susceptible to catching colds. Mm-hmm. Yep, impacts your immune system and things like that. So, um, and then the other thing that Another study actually did a uh, looked at uh, mortality uh, associated with daylight savings time. So, firstly, there was a study looking at uh, negative health effects, but in terms of mortality, uh, the study actually showed there's actually a increase in daily total uh, mortality of three percent per day following uh, daylight savings time. So. More people are actually dying <laughs> every time we switched uh, uh, the time. Um, but what was interesting in the data as well is um, uh, when we lose an hour, there's an increase in mortality. When we gain an hour, we actually see the opposite effect because actually people are getting more sleep <laughs> and there's actually uh, less people uh, dying overall. So I think... Uh, is it less than like the um, like the baseline of you know when we're not changing times at all though? Like Correct. Yeah. So this this study looked at um, it's a time series data between 1970 and 2018. So many many years they can look at and just look at you know the week bef- uh, basically all the weeks not associated with daylight saving time and then the week after daylight saving time and they can measure okay what's the change in the mortality rate. Uh, over these many decades, so mm-hmm. and it it showed a signal that actually uh, mortality increases. Uh, even the the interesting thing is, so we lose an hour, right? But the mortality rate has increased. So actually, the time series is the time range is sh- shorter by one hour, and there's more deaths. <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. So it's bad. <laughs> yeah, bad for the health. Also, definitely bad for the uh, for the attention span. That's what I one of the things I delved into because I was trying to look at uh, some effects on workers in you know different sectors, and it definitely found that uh, jobs requiring a high level of attention to detail, like the most famous study is one of miners. They suffered a, the largest increase in workplace accidents around 5.7-6.5% more accidents immediately following the time shift that steals an hour from us. Another interesting one, though, is uh, for the bosses, for your, you know, higher-ups, when leaders get a bad night of sleep, they come into work the next day and are more likely to mistreat their subordinates. Ooh. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, grouchy bosses who didn't mm-hmm. get a good night's Shouldn't sleep. should they not mistreat during any time <laughs> of the day? <laughs> Are these bosses that are more likely to mistreat normally or? 
I has found an increase in mistreatment. (laughs) I think that sleep researcher Chris Barnes is tying this to the grouchiness from a bad night of sleep or a loss of sleep. Sleep deprivation. Maybe we can rephrase. uh, Bosses are more likely to make bad decisions. (laughs) There is more about just like a general impairment of judgment. I mean, that ties into the number of car crashes that you see immediately following daylight savings time hitting a 6% increase. You know, people have worse judgment when they're sleep deprived. But also, you know, returning to the bosses and the response from the workers, which I think is kind of funny in the the tit for tat kind of sense is the mistreated workers then tend to show an increase in cyber loafing. That's when you just play on your phone and do dick all during the workday when you're supposed to be working. Are you allowed to say that, Rory? (laughs) (laughs) That was bad phrasing. (laughs) I'm sorry. I apologize for that. They just go on TikTok. Let's rephrase that. (laughs) They just browse their phones. Browse their phones. (laughs) I'm sorry. Sometimes these... Sometimes these old phrases that just are jangling around in my brain, they come out sometimes. <laughs> but ultimately, what you need to know is that uh, between the bosses and the workers, there's a big loss in productivity from just like the 40 or so minutes of sleep that we're estimated to lose. Uh, some estimates, the total is up to about $434 million in losses nationally. So yeah, I think that might offset the, the greater retail sales that we were trumpeting before. Another con, uh, or sorry, we're on cons, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. We're tearing it apart, Sherry. (laughs) We're not dicking around right now. (laughs) Sorry. Stop it. Um, uh, I blame it on the time change. My my brain is not working properly still. Um. Okay, so having to remember to switch your clocks back. And now, like, our phones go back normally and all of that, but, like, our watches don't, our car stereos don't, wall clocks, all those things that maybe you're looking at. Like, I always look at my microwave or my uh, oven clock when I'm getting ready in the morning. And so, uh, you know, think about the hours of missed work that people have encountered because they forgot to change their, their clocks. Right. If it only happens twice a year, you're more likely to forget. So maybe that's a maybe that's an argument for doing it four times in April (laughs) or March. (laughs) Doing 20 minutes four times. I don't know about that. Thanks. Want to hear something? (laughs) I'm just kidding. No way. This is actually kind of funny because uh, under daylight savings time being expensive, I actually found a guy named uh, William S or William, sorry, William F. Sugart II, who's an economist at Utah State University, he said the simple act of changing clocks actually costs Americans $1.7 billion in lost opportunity cost, meaning that the 10 or so minutes spent moving clocks, watches, and devices forward and backward is actually amounting to a massive financial loss in productivity. Crazy, right? Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean... Who has time to change the clocks? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mine usually, it's it'll be a staggered approach of, oh, I've, I forgot to change this one. 
like three days into it or something. And yeah, my it. stove yeah. is always the the victim of being the last one to get changed over. Same here. Yeah, it's my car. You, you clock. only change it when you start realizing why why is all my the times wrong? <laughs> different. I know it's dinner time. Why are you lying to me, stove? <laughs> My car stereo is the last one I change because I will try and change it multiple times before it actually works. So, like, it, it has this awful button that I have to press in and hold for five seconds. Mm-hmm. And, like, it is so temperamental that I'll press and hold it and I'll be holding it and holding it and nothing will happen. And then I'll let go and it'll just, like, switch from odometer to, I don't know, like, I don't know, trip time or whatever. Like, it'll just be so awful and it gives me so much frustration billions of dollars sherry from people just like you messing with that radio clock right and then it starts my journey all frustrated and then maybe i get in a car accident because i'm frustrated at road rage right there's so many things that can happen it's awful it's all connected it's all connected and then she goes to school and abuses her co-workers Young learners who would otherwise ah. be perfectly attentive, ready to absorb all information. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I, I feel like this is very incriminating things that you're saying about me that are not true. <laughs> I don't know how to That's respond That's why I said now. co-workers. I didn't say children. <laughs> I know. I know Rory went there. He's just I, like, I jumped on it. I saw an opportunity and I went for it. <laughs> You're just going there today, and there's no stopping you. <laughs> all connected. In my hypothetical world, all connected. <laughs> so what What other cons? Well, there's the, the basic logistical cons of, you know, when you mess with the different time zones, time zone coordination for aircrafts and shipping. You know, what's the difference between New York and Mumbai? Depends on the time of year. Are we on daylight savings time or not? Only 70 countries implement daylight savings time. So changing the clocks doesn't make any sense if you live near the equator where the amount of daylight doesn't dramatically change throughout the year. And so, yeah, logistics is one of the big problems. So one, maybe I'll bring up you know, one uh, state in the U.S. that's kind of a standout for not changing is Arizona because Arizona gets so much light that they don't really change uh daylight change to a daylight savings mm-hmm. but uh in terms of arizona did you know that arizona is also unique in other ways when it comes to daylight savings time because in arizona the state of arizona there's an exception where within arizona part of arizona is part of the Navajo nation which does observe daylight savings times so a corner of arizona uh, accepts daylight savings time. But within the Nahavno Nation, the Hopi Reservation does not observe daylight savings time. Oh, so, no. <laughs> so <laughs> you have Arizona, the Nahavno Nation, the Hopi Reservation. So in theory, if you drive across Arizona, you could, in theory, cross Six different time changes <laughs> just, <laughs> just within the state. Oh, wow. I'll, 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 sh- I'll quickly flash what it looks like on the screen here, hopefully. 
No. The, oh, the no. green. <laughs> <laughs> the green observes daylight savings time. So I'll post this in our notes, but basically, uh, yeah, it's messy. <laughs> yeah, there's like, poor people on that little how, island how would surrounded you even by know it? <laughs> what the right time is. <laughs> I wonder how they know. How do they deal with it? Because they've been dealing with it for years. What is their, how do they, I don't know. I just don't talk about they just, time. <laughs> they just they just pick one and they stick with it. That's my <laughs> guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Bad time for a job interview. Mm. So, any other cons? I got a really odd one. I found that, you know, this is tied to sleep deprivation in general, but, you know, that goes hand in hand with daylight savings time. Studies have shown that even one night of not getting proper sleep will make you feel hungrier than usual. So believe it or not, there's actually a statistically significant relationship between losing sleep and obesity. When a person sleeps less than seven hours a night, there is a dose-response relationship between sleep loss and obesity. The shorter the sleep, the greater the obesity is typically measured by body mass index, weight in kilograms divided by height in meters squared. Although most studies were cross-sectional, one prospective study was a 13-year cohort study of nearly 500 adults. By age 27, individuals with short sleep duration, less than six hours, were 7.5 times more likely to have a higher body mass index after controlling for confounding factors like family history, level of physical activity, and demographic factors. So, yeah, sleepy makes me hungry. To me, that's not surprising. It's probably, you know, tied into the impaired judgment, impulse control, you know, all the same kind of thing, you know, mindless eating. So, yeah, more cons? Have we finished tearing down this structure of daylight savings? There is hope, though. There is hope. Because the U.S. Senate has recently approved a bill to make daylight saving time permanent, which means no more change. So That's what we is, need. Uh, uh, essentially, the U.S. Senate has proposed that we make say, like, daylight savings time permanent starting in 2023. Uh, the Senate, U.S. Senate has approve the measures. Uh, and why does the U.S. always do this? But they have to give it some fancy name. It's called mm. the Sunshine Protection Act. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, why? why? <laughs> they might as well add this, the free, Sunshine Protection and Freedom Act <laughs> of America or something like that. <laughs> Freedom Liberation of American Sunshine Movement Act protection. <laughs> yeah. So clearly, you know, Canada, we, we would never change this unless the U.S. changed it. So mm-hmm. if the U.S. changes it, for sure, I'm, I'm confident Canada will follow along with it. Mm-hmm. Which There's is actually kind of funny. Us doing it. In light of the history that Sherry gave and the way that Daylight Savings Time came together in such a piecemeal, city-by-city way... It's funny that uh, now on its way out, we, we feel completely dependent on it being, you know, coordinated and standardized across two entire nations. I mean, I don't even know if we're taking Mexico and South America into account. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our biggest trading, like, I don't know, our, I think our biggest trading partners are to the south of us, obviously. And so thinking about the U.S. and how much of an impact they have on our trade, like... It makes sense that we would follow 
along because we want to be kind of standardized with them. Mm -hmm, exactly. But I definitely think And if you're we right. didn't follow along, there would be uproar from the fans of The Bachelor, right? And the Bachelor. Right. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Could you even imagine? You what the, time are we watching the, it? <laughs> exactly. Do you want the government to lose the next election from the fans of The Bachelor and Bachelorette? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want threat. anyone else to know that Clayton has told his final two that, oh, that he stop. slept with them both. <laughs> And then he loves them both. <laughs> I don't want that spoiler an hour before I found out. <laughs> I have to find out at the same time as America. <laughs> Sorry, that was oh, a spoiler, yeah. but so, like it, it happened maybe a week ago, so it's fine, I guess, right? <laughs> this whole Everyone's thing had a chance just, to watch. <laughs> this feels Sorry, like Sherry's no revenge. Idea. <laughs> what you're talking about <laughs> literally you were just saying words yeah <laughs> no yeah exactly i'm right about. there with you kenny <laughs> i believe they were english words but they made no sense and had no meaning for me oh you're missing out it was quite the finale it was a big dumpster fire <laughs> to a dumpster Is fire season it was awful i almost just don't want to watch this series anymore it's awful Is that the appeal, though, you still to, do. <laughs> to watch no. the slow train wreck of whatever's going on? I wonder Isn't the whole point to watch the train wreck? Like, the whole point is to see it, right? But you yeah. can't take your eyes off of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of social issues now that, that play into it about their racism and, um, yeah, and sexism and all of that. So it makes me feel icky, and it was an icky season. For many mm. reasons. But I do like the train wreck for a train wreck's sake. Not with all those social implications, but yeah. So, anyways, there's hope. We might finally abolish this time change. Yes. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think all three of us are on the side of, let's stop doing this. We don't need to be doing this. And I like, I don't know, I guess one other pro is, is that in the winter time you get that extra hour of sunlight. So like our, our sun doesn't set at four o'clock anymore. And I always thought like four o'clock, this, this can't be happening. Why is the sun setting at four o'clock? Uh, so exactly. like, it'll be you, nice. You go yeah. to work and it's still dark. You come home. Yeah. It's still dark. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just went through that. Yeah. Winter is the worst time ever in life. And it'll be, I think, maybe just slightly better to have that five o'clock. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm all for it. I think let's get rid of it. It's just silly. It just disrupts our lives so frequently. And we just need to get rid of it. Scrap it. Permanent daylight. Any thoughts on whether you'd prefer permanent daylight or permanent fallback time? Because fall, fallback is what they call that standard time, don't they? So is that what we used to have? I want the time where I get the extra hour of daylight in the winter. What time mm -hmm. is that? So that'd be the spring forward time, if I'm not mistaken. That's the permanent. That's what I want. That's Do the you permanent think we'll get daylight. Stuck series. in the fall back time. That would I don't be a think nightmare. So. I think the proposals are for it to be permanently daylight time. <laughs> okay, good. It's the Sunshine Protection Act. Exactly. That. <laughs> you can't protect sunshine the sunshine, <laughs> and we don't fall back. When we're protecting the freedom of our sunshine, I'm just trying. I can up just slogans. imagine they probably have some kind of like I don't know logo associated with it with guns. 
Oh, yeah. at the sun. <laughs> Can the sun have a gun? Oh. Yes, the sun should have a gun. <laughs> and an eagle. An eagle, you know, mm. with its talons. Mm-hmm. Mm, Clamped yes. onto the sun. <laughs> I can see it now. Uh, are you are you switching jobs to be a logo designer now for the U.S.? I kind of wish you would. I want to see this come to fruition. I know. <laughs> I'm going to sketch something and just put, <laughs> post it. This, this is the new logo of the Sunshine Protection Act. It's going to look like a cartoon. <laughs> I really want you to do that. Please sketch it and and send it to us. <laughs> well, I think we're we're all team stay the same, <laughs> stay the same time and yeah, um, yeah. Well, good luck with your time change next week. It's going to be brutal again, and then you're going to have to because you're fancy and rich and go on vacation. You'll have to change again <laughs> and change back. <laughs> I know. First world problem. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. And we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. We'll see ya. Bye. Your connection is pretty solid, Kenny. I was worried that you were going to be like cutting in and out and this would be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Well, We've we got to cross our fingers because I have had some, uh, at least once, where my uh, my Zoom failed on me. Uh-oh. <laughs> so shut your mouth, Rory, and just let the... <laughs>